Welcome to the Think Like a Musician podcast. This show will teach you the time management skills you need to be joyful, productive, and fulfilled in all areas of life. You're going to learn a completely unique and innovative approach to managing your crazy, busy life. I'm a lifelong musician, so you're going to hear a musician's creative and intuitive system for time management and work-life balance. We'll discuss time management, work-life balance, goal-setting, inspiration, creativity, peak performance, and living your purpose. I want to help you live your life like it's a masterpiece. I'm a life coach, professional speaker, productivity expert, and your host, Scott Snow. Today's episode is titled, The Beauty of Our Constantly Evolving Roles. Now, if you remember, my first podcast titled The Most Important Time Management Skill You Will Ever Learn really focused on life roles and identifying life roles in the four different categories of life roles and talked a lot about the benefits of you creating your own list of roles. And these roles are really like, you know, if you think like a musician, would have a set list. You have the set list of all your greatest hits and you sneak in a few new ones as well. So it really gives you a manageable number of categories to manage and to cultivate. Now some of the reasons you want to have your own role list are as follows. It gives you permission to spend time in areas that are deeply important to you. You'll see the big picture of your life. When you have a crisis, you'll see it as one part of your life and not all of you. It gives you a vision for your future and helps you to begin steering towards your vision. It also helps you realize the value of tiny steps. Having a role list adds beauty and joy to your life as you begin to curate the roles you want and be more selective of what you need in your life. It also assists you in making purposeful transition between all the different areas in your life. It can guide you through the changes of life year to year, and this is something we'll talk about in today's episode. It helps you clarify what you value most so you can share it with others and communicate it with those important to you whether that be a partner or family member or business associates, clients, and anyone you're trying to persuade. Every year, our roles change, and actually even more frequently. Sometimes every month, there's a role change. That's one beauty of this system of identifying your roles is that it's so adaptable and so flexible. So I'd like to share a little bit of how this pandemic has changed my roles. For one, I found the need to add a role specifically for this, and that role is of world citizen and survivor. So that's one role combined together. And this whole experience has made me really much more cognizant of the fact that, you know, we're all in this together, the whole world. And the other role that... I changed was that I removed my entrepreneur or business owner role and that wasn't related to the pandemic that was more like that's just been the direction of my focus lately 
uh, I don't really see myself right now as a true entrepreneur. I see myself more as a speaker and presenter, workshop leader, and that being my business model. So I had to change so that I can focus on that. Now again, I want to mention that I'm only sharing all this about my process of roles so that you can do the same. I don't really want to talk about myself. I want this material to be helpful for you, but I find the best way I can be helpful is to be specific and, and look inward of my process, but with the intent that it can be helpful for you, and you can plug in your own roles. So I'll go through my 21 roles right now. 1. Spiritual and Transcendental Meditation 2. Lean and Strong Body 3. World Citizen Survivor 4. Visionary Those are my four roles in the category of Mind-Body-Spirit roles. Remember, there are four different categories of roles. The next category of roles is the Giving and Receiving roles. Role 5 is Wealth Builder 6. Giver 7. And this is the start of my personal roles. Husband. 8. Dad. 9. Family and friend. 10. Backgammon. 11. Chef. 12. Movie buff. 13. Joker. 14. Writer. 15. Golfer. 16. Is the start of my professional roles. Professional speaker. 17. Sales pro. 18. Executive Coach 19. Social Media Contributor 20. Productivity Expert 21. Music Therapist And hopefully you can jot down some of the roles that you see yourself playing right now or roles that you could see yourself roles that you could see yourself taking on now and defining for yourself now even if you're not doing it now but they are setting you up for the future that's fine too we like to think big here. Now I'm going to go through those roles and share with you some of the things that have happened to me in this last couple weeks of being homebound. 1. Spiritual and Transcendental Meditation When I think of spirituality, I think of you know, reprioritizing everything for these roles. You know, I have started my regular routine of transcendental meditation every day and using that to get through this emergency. And I think it's important to have those skills and tools that you can really rely on to get you through. You know, it might be just a tough day or a tough week in normal life, but now it's like that times a thousand. So relying on those important parts of your roles to get you through difficult times. 2. Lean and strong body. With this additional time at home, I've certainly got to focus more on using the treadmill in the morning. I have a routine where I have my Netflix up and I'm doing my running and my jogging. 3. World citizen and survivor. As I said, this is a new role and it just gets you thinking that you know we're all in this together and it feels good that I've adopted that new role given the situation. I have found that there's there's been some social media folks that I really like to follow that I get a lot out of. Uh, Gary Vanderchuk is one. But I do find that they're strange in that it seems like, you know, I was just listening to a Vanderchuk 
video and someone asked, you know, what you, I know that you're uh, really into people and you're a people person and extroverted and, you know, you must be going mad during this time of, you know, everyone's home. And he, and he just, I know his point was to say that, you know, he's been getting a lot done and he's, you know, really working hard, doing 12-hour days still and doing meetings online. But I just felt like it was pretty tone deaf not to at least say, acknowledge something about the pandemic and the horror. I mean, he's in New York, too. He was basically just saying uh, it's great. So I think it's important also to still, no matter how intense you are of your career and entrepreneurship, I think we can't forget what's going on also. We're definitely in this together. Four, visionary. In this role, I'm realizing I'm tapping into my music therapy background and my specific roles for helping me be of service to others during this difficult time. I've thought more about the needs that we're going to have as a society and as the human race when this gets done. So what can I do now to plan to be more of service? And I'm learning a lot about humanity during these times, reading the paper and you know, reading all the struggles that different occupations have, and it's just scary. There's some beautiful stories, too. In terms of my audio journal, I've really got focused, and I'm able to really keep up with those creative snippets. You know, if you listen back to one of my past episodes about keeping an audio journal, I talk about having a notebook where you just write down little creative snippets throughout the day being more aware of those things. And that really helps when you want to do your audio journal and you just basically dictate into a uh, digital recorder. Now you have those little talking points. I always find that if you don't have enough of those creative snippets, then you're not slowing down. You're not being aware enough. You're not noticing throughout the day enough. And you can make that change. One challenge, though, is to have privacy because you're cooped up in the house 24 hours a day. So I found that just even, you know, taking a little walk to the mailbox, you know, I could do my recording or just going out back. And plus, as I said in my last podcast episode, the importance of documenting this incredible time, horrible time, but incredible for sure historic. And I think that ties into my uh, dad role too, of capturing, you know, what, what were we doing day to day when we were in the house for so long? Number five, wealth builder. You know, this whole experience has been a wake-up call in terms of money and finances. I think we've learned that the importance of money is really what we assign it collectively. And it seems like with this experience, we've had to just collectively say there's something more important. And that's powerful. Also, I enjoy making money. I, I enjoy working. I like building my business. I'm not saying money isn't important. Six, giver. You know, a lesson learned in this role is that it's hard to give when you don't have enough. Of course, you can give of your time, and I'm focused on keeping this business going and the podcast and social media and realizing that I can be giving by improving my skills of what I do and adding more research. 
the fact that we're being helpful by staying home and staying healthy. Now, personal roles. You know, certainly being a husband and dad, both roles have changed in that I've been home 10 hours more than I usually am. Much more time together. You know, I've gotten to play 2K NBA on Xbox and Madden football on the Xbox. So it's been fun in that way. Nine, family and friend. You know, certainly more messaging with friends, FaceTime with mom, singing happy birthday to a family member with uh, even the great-grandma online. So that's been nice. My son teaching my mother how to get on Instagram and how to start her own account so she could follow them. Ten, backgammon. I've started that daily game study where I make a couple moves every day, so literally five minutes a day I can improve my theory and knowledge of the game. And it's nice when you have all these small things that you do every single day. It's like having a nice surprise in the day. Eleven, chef. Well, initially I was eating a lot less healthy because it was a lot of like frozen pizzas and getting back into potato puffs and, you know, getting fat. But I was able to cook a nice meal yesterday, chicken marsala, and I really get in the zone when I cook. I have my, uh, well, I was listening to Jim Morrison and the Doors. I had a nice Sierra Pale Ale, and I just tend to get in the zone, and I'm enjoying the process. I like having a lot of things going on at the same time. I like, I'm making the pasta over here. I'm checking that. I'm making sure it's al dente, and preparing the chicken, and the garlic is coming together and get the wine and you know you're watching everything and timing it and it's fun it's almost like a, it's like a ballet you start to move around the kitchen you know 12 movie buff actually with this routine now the daily routine with the kids doing their schoolwork and going outside and playing and keeping everybody on task it's actually I'm watching less movies than I usually would be I did join a JAWS Facebook group, and that's been a lot of fun. You know, we've had crazy conversations, and people, I think that I'm an intense fan, but people are a lot more wild about it than me. While I was watching JAWS, my wife asked me, you know, why do you like that movie so much? You know, she agrees it's a great movie, but why do you have to watch it every couple weeks? And I posed that question to the JAWS Facebook group, and, you know, a lot of people responded, and some people they become so negative quickly. You know, it's like, get a new wife. So they see life through their own filter. And this movie I was talking about on Netflix, it's a very intense, dark movie, The Platform. But I loved the beginning especially. It reminded me even of uh, Steven Spielberg talks about a good story that I think he defined a story as a beginning that keeps on beginning. And you just keep asking, what the heck? You're drawn into the story. And that's how I felt that movie was. 13, Joker. Kind of my mischievous role. And this, I made some progress in my business. Because I took a new profile picture that was really, I was really smiling more than I usually would. And being a lot more expressive with my face. And then I took a bunch of new pictures and I took a bunch of new pictures for this profile, and 
it was pretty clear that it was like a toggle between the old me and the new me. You know, an exaggerated, more excited me, and the old one that's kind of making a little bit of effort to be expressive. So that was a learning point for me. It's like you have to be yourself, but a little exaggerated. I watched a webinar series through Teachable, and they do online courses. And there was one presenter that really got me thinking a lot, and, and it tied into this Joker role of, you know, having a new personality, have a different, having a different part of your personality come through in your business. And she was an expert in email marketing, and she's a copywriter. And her name was Laura Belgray. Her website is TalkingShrimp.com. And I got a lot out of her because she really was, had a real personality, almost like she said stuff that you probably, you know, were kind of racy and funny and a little bit crude, but that's her personality. And she brings that out. And I guess her clients respond to that. She connects. And her idea of writing emails is to be very personal, to be very personable, just like you would write to a good friend. The fact that you don't want to be so professional. And I liked that. Number 14, writer. Well, this one, I really made some good progress so far, and I started my own blog, and it's just for fun. And this blog is called Never Hoity Toity. And the web address is neverhoitytoity.blogspot.com. Of course, I've mentioned that I love new vocabulary. I love great writing. And so what I do is every day, I just write a completely silly, crazy story, very short, you know, like a, a long paragraph maybe, and I plug in about 15 or 16 different new vocabulary words, or what I call color words. These are words that I don't usually use that I would like to add into my vocabulary. Examples might be blasé, rayfish, canoodle, communique, braggadocio, suss out, Enfeebled, make, inro make inroads, laid bare, buzzy upstart. And, for example, I just wrote a quirky tale about John F. Kennedy during the uh, Cuban Missile Crisis. And it basically, the, the extreme seriousness of the situation is juxtaposed by him basically talking about the curtains and saying he wants a gin and tonic and his staff is trying to get answers out of him, and he's just talking about baloney. So it's just silly. And, you know, there's all kinds of silly tales in this. A date between Gwyneth Paltrow and Quint from Jaws that goes horribly wrong. A meeting of Martha Stewart and Tyrion Lannister from Game of Thrones. So it's kind of fun. I'll put the link in. You can check it out. But it's called neverhoitytoity.blogspot.com. 15. Golfer. My son is interested in golfing, so I do it for him, and I've assumed this role just so I can be better at golf, so I can play with him this summer. And actually, in the backyard, we have a big backyard. We started a par 3 golf course right in our backyard. And so we worked on that and trying to figure out how many strokes it should be, and it was fun. For a professional speaker role, I've worked a lot on my website, 
checking out a lot of other speakers' websites and figuring out the best pages for my site and marketing and that sort of thing. I changed my domain name to scottsnowspeaks.com. Role number 17, Sales Pro. One thing I've really been focusing on is this Simon Sinek and his idea of the golden circle. And I think I might do a whole podcast episode about that. So that just makes me rethink how I want to approach how I explain what I do. And that's, of course, by starting with the why, identifying the why. And the circle in the middle of it is where you want to start, and that's the why. And then is the how on the next concentric circle. And then on the outside would be the what. So whereas most people, most businesses talk about the what they do and how they do it, and then maybe get to the why, you want to start the opposite way and start by talking about your why and then tell about the how and then finish with the what you do. 18 executive coach and 19 social media contributor. You know, executive coaching I haven't really focused much on. The social media, I did start a Facebook, I did start a Facebook page. Role number 20, productivity expert. You know, this is this whole this is putting my system to test this pandemic being in this difficult time. As my final role, 21, music therapist, you know, getting to see how important my services are to some of my clients. You know, we have been able to do online music therapy sessions with some of my clients, and it's been a a real joy. And my message today is that even though things are very difficult, there are things that you can control. And those are all the different hats that you wear and your progress in all of those roles. And here's a quick walkthrough for you to create your own role list. Four categories of roles. The first one is mind, body, spirit. Just take out a pencil, jot down some ideas for your mind, body, spirit roles. Next is the giving and receiving roles. This is what's coming to you and what's going out from you. And a lot of people have financial roles in this category and also maybe philanthropy or giving or volunteer type of roles. And then you have personal and professional roles. Personal roles are of course what you would usually think of as a role, relationships and hobbies. They could even be part of your personality. Maybe you're an adventurer and that could be one of your roles or a caregiver and professional, and this isn't just your occupation, but perhaps roles that you need to adopt now to better prepare you for your vision of your future. Remember, if you're not planning for your future of a bigger vision and thinking big, then you're basically planning to stay the same. Visit thinklikeamusician.org for more information on how we can help you and your team with peak performance, time management, and work-life balance. We offer coaching, trainings, and workshops that will empower you to be joyful, productive, and fulfilled in all areas of life. Visit thinklikeamusician.org.